You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 228th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim. Tim, Tim I'm going to need more pep from you this week. More <clears throat> pep. Let's do this again with more pep this time. Right, Hello take, take and welcome. Oh, 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 take three. Okay, take three. Hello and welcome to the 228th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim, the million dollar man, Hayes in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> hey, this is Matt, Nature Boy Allen in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer uh the bushwhacker how in uh yes. boston massachusetts well done gentlemen all three of us are in the wwf hall of fame so exciting all four of us spencer's actually a tag team the bushwhackers <laughs> yeah. so good we have a lot to talk about even though road season is done we have a jam-packed episode to discuss first up yes we're going to talk a little bit of coxida right the biggest cyclocross race of the e- year ever. besides worlds. And then after that, um, I, I need some advice from you guys. You've already helped me sell the Versa, right? Mm-hmm. That thing's gone. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. And then we have a, then we have a brand new segment and then so, possibly uh, just back up real quick to the yeah. Versa. So yeah, she yeah. passed her driver's test. Is, yeah. She is, passed. Driver's oh, okay. Test. Good. But here's the thing. Somehow they convinced me to drive down to Kissimmee tomorrow to meet them at the, uh, um, the county clerk's house to your <laughs> office soft, to, soft. to get the uh, title over. But I just want to get rid of the car. I'm going to have some cash, pay off some credit cards. It'll Sounds be pretty good. good. Well, it, yeah. it did say motivated seller, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's motivation. Okay. So obviously, you, hey, you I'm really pr- were, yeah. I'm proud of how this transaction's gone down so far. Me too. I got to make sure the, <laughs> the cash transaction. Okay. Yeah, so and then, far when they lowball you tomorrow, right? At, oh, right at the, at the front the, of the line. The envelope's like, only, know, got only got 1900. 19, yeah, 1900 <laughs> in it. That's weird. I thought that's what we agreed on. Oh, we just <laughs> waited in line for 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and you drove so right, far to get here. What are you going to do? <laughs> Greg, I'll, I'll report back. Okay, then, sorry, uh, sorry for the diversion yeah. there, Tim. Continue. If we, can, if we can squeeze it in at the end, we're going to have a top corner draft corner but we got to see okay. if we can get there so let's get right into it coxida the sand dunes of northern belgium mm-hmm. the biggest race of the year uh the men's race matthew vanderboring takes the win by about 45 seconds over um oh come on uh, Van Art. wait check your notes was that 45 seconds or 45 minutes <laughs> it was <laughs> basically point. 45 minutes do you um, guys he looked like he looked like a pro, and everybody else, yeah. after you see Vanderbilt go through, looked like you're watching a bunch of Cat 4s. It really did. They look, well, they look terrible. So He l- makes them look terrible. Little guy, what are your what are your two bullet points on the race? Besides uh, that everyone else is terrible. The race started, and about a quarter away into the first lap, I had to get up and walk away from my screen for a second, and I came back, and Vanderpool already had 15 seconds, and I was like, holy crap. I mean, I literally just went up to get a glass of water. And the race is over. And two, that he's pro and everyone else isn't at this point. Uh, it, yeah. So 
Spencer, what do, what do you what were your two main bullet points of the takeaway of the men's race? I don't really I don't really have two uh, because I left after lap two. Um, <laughs> so bullet point one is don't let uh, Vanderpool get away on the first quarter of a lap. Second, There's nothing you can do. Second bullet point is maybe practice cyclocross in the weeks between races to see if you can get better <laughs> to maybe hang with Matthew so, Vanderpool. Those those are my oh two my bullet God. points for the European Peloton. So let me a uh, couple of things on on my say? end because uh-huh. uh, I watched most of the race. Um, Matthew Vanderpool, um, I believe Anthony uh, McCrossan was mm-hmm. uh, saying that the uh, his his lap times were actually slower than last year. Oh. Um, a little bit slower. Disgraceful. And that, uh, yeah, embarrassing. There's that. And then Lars Vanderhaar won the whole shot, which was pretty awesome to see. Yep. He's yeah. back. Wout Van Aert had a pretty <laughs> tough crash on lap one. I don't know if you guys saw the crash that he had. And he fell down to maybe 10th, 11th place and yep. then did fight his way back to second. So yeah. I'm not too concerned about how Wout looked yeah. there. Even Vander, well Vanderpool aside, Wout looked really good yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah. So, and yeah. Vanderpool clearly was kind of sitting up, but here's the other takeaway that I did have at the end of the men's race. Okay. Was just the lack of emotion when Vanderpool won. Like it was just like, <laughs> like he didn't have fun. Right. Cause he puts up the Instagram post last week of doing tail whips. And he's like, sometimes you just got to have fun, which is basically him saying like, it was boring as hell. Yeah. I'm just going to do a tail whip now because that's somewhat fun. And now he's like, he came across the line and it was just like, eh. Yeah. Um, here's the question though. Um, Tune Arts still in the lead of the World Cup. Now Barely. we know that Matthew Vanderpool did not go to the two U.S. stops. Mm-hmm. Can you guys? Is yeah. there? A, do you guys have a point tally total? Like how close is it to Vanderpool taking uh, over? I don't have it in front of me, but Wout Van Aert is like ten to twenty points behind Tune right now, and Vanderpool's nowhere in the top ten. Just because he didn't go to those yeah. two races, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so there's a good chance that Tune actually wins the overall. It's possible. Okay. It's I um, mean it's I getting know. narrowed down pretty pretty well here, but uh they those guys hear the Jaws music while they sleep. <laughs> there's no way that they don't they don't know he's coming. Like all one of them has to do is flat um and, and drop far down in one of these coming races yep. and it's yeah, over. That's true. It's so over. Let Spencer, you already said it. You left after lap two. Little guy, you got up to go, you know, get your full Schleck coffee on. And I, here's... I watched the rest of it though. I liked well, it, man. I mean, sure. I know I know it's a little boring, but like he's so good. I mean, it's it's insane how fast he went down some of those sand dunes. And then you'd watch Tune and Wout go down and it wasn't anywhere nearly I so mean, near the, as, the, as amazing. The quote that I saw floating across the Twitter was that Ant McCrossin, the uh commentator on lap five was talking about how good the women's race is and how everyone should go back exactly. and watch that so during the middle yeah. of the men's race so let's i think i think we need to stop the men's conversation the only yeah. thing i'm going to bring up is brian matter was the only u.s racer and brian matter you know multi-time yeah. schwamigan winner i believe and so it was pretty so. Un- unconfirmed cool unconfirmed he probably sure. is i don't actually i don't have months. results in front of me no. um let's go to the women's race because the women's race was far superior. Yeah. Um, I want to so, bring up two things right away. Oh, I have first many off, things to bring up about this. Well, these are two right away. Okay. First off, NBC Sports Gold coverage yeah. at the very beginning of the women's race. Mm-hmm. You don't even see them staged at the line. Yeah. They're coming around the corner. Turn one. Right away. Mm-hmm. And there's no announcer. So McCrossin isn't even on. Like, So it's just quiet. All you hear in the background is the human league 
Don't You Want Me song playing in the background. And I was like, all right, if there's a song that actually is a really cool like start, it's the Human League. So that was really awesome. And that was my um, shout out to Kids okay. Don't Follow, a wonderful podcast on the Winding Up Odium Network. And it shows I'm cultured. Very but good. What? Why can't they show the women's staging? I don't get it. I'm sure they meant to. Uh, I don't really know. I don't have an answer. I mean, this one. They normally? This one they cut in yes. uh, as the women had already started and were going around turn one there like 10 seconds into the race. Usually they show last, the tires of the women's. As well. Yeah. Last, it's probably just a mistake. I feel like. Yeah. Last World Cup, they they missed the whole first lap completely. Um, but every time prior to that, they've done the full normal deal. So I, I feel like they've been dropping the ball lately. Maybe they got a new producer behind the scenes and I don't know, you know, but uh, it's, the, it's early. It's frustrating. It's early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, it's a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good event. The race was awesome. Yeah. Marianne Voss goes out hot and then uh, pretty much kind of just fades um, rest of the day. Katie right. Compton, uh, I believe, finished in 13th. Ellen Noble in 18th, I believe. And then there was a sprint for 16th place that was pretty yeah. cool in the women's race. Lucinda uh, Brand took that one. Won the yeah, World Lucinda. Cup last week, uh, last time and then uh, won 16th place this time. So pretty hot streak for her. Um, Tim, my, my one takeaway I want to get out uh, about this race is that I've noticed for, I think, the last definitely the last few weeks, probably two weeks or three weeks. I'm, I'm a relative latecomer, I'll admit, but maybe a little newer than some folks. Um, but I've been meaning to say on this podcast, and we don't talk about cyclocross enough on it for me to get this deep, but um, Denise uh, Betzma, whoever, whoever that is that won today, she's been going really good lately. And I've been meaning yeah. to bring that up. In some fashion, uh, and I would really, convenience. I would really see him like really on point and really like tuned uh, in if I had said that, but I haven't. But yeah. I just want to get it on a record that I've definitely been thinking about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure you have been. I'm sure you, you, you have. I had. You, and then how, how'd she do on Saturday? She won. Oh, good. You at least knew that much in your research to make this lie up. <laughs> no, this is very true. I've been seeing her floating uh, around like no, that sixth was. to tenth place, and she's just a name that I was unfamiliar with, you know? So you're always kind of like, who's that? What's going on? And uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome to see her have a, a, a smashing weekend. Anyway, back to uh, you. Huge weekend. The women's race, <laughs> I was definitely like McCrossin, and I really wanted Alvarado to get on the podium. Um, okay. Because of also listening to Crosshairs Radio and how like learning a little bit about her story, like born in the Dominican Republic, but racing for the Netherlands. It's pretty cool. And it'd be great to see her on the podium, but those four women were putting on one hell of a show and it could have been any of those that won, but um, that, that attack by uh, best of my, and then who covered it? Brand Brandmeier? Was that? Yeah. Nikki Brandmeier. Yeah. Nikki Brandmeier. Yeah. And that was pretty cool to see. I'm a little confused by the, U23 and World Cup leader both having the same skin suit. Like, so Evie Richards and Marianne Voss both leading the World Cup having the same kit. Sure. Because yeah. one's U23 and one's like, oh, man, I wish that there's like a U23 race, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm just a little like, I was like, oh, are they teammates? And then I'd be like, no, they're not teammates. But no, not even a little bit. No. <laughs> yeah. It was Those a, kids are confusing. It was a great race. Uh, that one, you know, if you do have the, NBC Sports Gold app uh, is one to 
uh, catch on the replay. I I rewatched it. I of course didn't wake up quite early enough to catch the first two laps, so I saw the end, and then I went back and watched the beginning later. And that's a wonderful uh, thing that you're able to do. So yeah, very exciting. Um, so yeah, definitely go to NBC Sports Gold. Check it out. Coxida is one of the the main races. As we are at the end of November, going into the December season. Still another three months of cyclocross. Uh, maybe Vanderpool actually decides to to wrap it up a little bit so he can uh, prep for the uh, Mountain Bike World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> and the road. Yeah, it's going to be interesting <sighs> to see if Wout duplicates last year by getting second every single week until the week that matters to him. Um, yeah. Well, and then comes hot into the into the spring classics, right? Yeah. I mean, like so far, he's on track, you know? It, it's I mean, I got to imagine he actually isn't that worried. You know, like people are people are freaking out like, oh, he's not doing that well. But like, how did it go last year? Yeah, he got second in every race. Yeah. He won Worlds and then he had a huge uh, spring classic season. I mean, worst case scenario, that same thing plays out and maybe he pulls a podium at yeah. a classics classic in the spring. And like, I mean, come on, like, take that. Yeah. So is this has to be Vanderpool's last year of racing cross this full time right like i right? don't think like, so it's good training the mountain bike to start prepping for the olympics maybe i don't I mean, see why i said this i think we i think we've been it? watching live streams of vanderpool training race or training rides um for the last few weekends so I, i'm with you here so, so i guess what i'm so bringing up is, is that oh, go on. the next time we're going to be able to see vanderpool race in the u.s is going to be he's going to come to mount st anne for the mountain bike world championships mm-hmm and then he's going to come to snowshoe at the end of, or was it the first week of September, seventh days? He'll probably be there. I would assume that he would go from Mount St. Anne to snowshoe, West Virginia. Maybe a yeah. slow ride podcast. I don't know. I, I Vacation to he, snowshoe. He does seem to hate America. I, he did complain a lot about the World <laughs> Cups that were being hosted here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I Was there no confetti cannon for him? There was. There was. There was confetti cannon. Okay. Well, he doesn't have that to complain about. So. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Well, Coxida, great stuff. Anything else you guys want to add before we close this chapter of Cyclocross? No. Before, before we get into the exciting That's stuff good. of the, the podcast? <laughs> okay. No, let's move on. So, I, ha- I subscribe to a fair amount of cycling publications. I get a lot sent to the house. Yeah, you're one of work. the few. Like, I know. I... I if you if they still print it I get it. Probably my favorite one to get right now is the American Cyclist pod, uh, uh, magazine, which is basically of the Adventure Cycling Association. So it's the Adventure yeah. Cycling magazine. So it's yeah. nothing but bike touring stories. This okay. is how I panier ads. Tu- yeah, panier ad, panier ads. A lot of um, a lot of talks about SNS couplers. Lots of uh, lots of advertisements for um, you know places to go glamping while you're riding your bike. A lot of bike tours. I'm always a- amazed by some of these bike tour companies because it's clearly someone that's like, yeah, I pulled out a map. I want to go to France for the tour, but I can't afford it, so I'm gonna hire. I'm gonna have seven of you jerks <laughs> pay a thousand dollars, and I'll take you all around. You know, and like get a free yeah. trip out of it. Um, this is that magazine is really cool. It's how I learned about Lael Wilcox, the woman that won like uh, that has the record for uh, the Continental Divide, Ride the Divide, yeah, um, and bikepacking. Anyway, so I read this magazine, 
I'm really into the idea of it. Okay. And um, so I decided that uh, I want to start bike touring. Uh, I'm sorry. You, the the uh, connection broke up a little bit there. I'm not sure I caught what you just said. Could you could you repeat that, please? Yeah. So what I'm saying is, and just clear clear the air so you guys can all hear this is that I think I want to start bike touring. Yay! <laughs> I. <laughs> I did bike. I did one bike tour in my life. I went from Minneapolis to Chicago. I bought a Surly Crosscheck. I loaded it up Ooh. with way too much stuff. I had a front rack. I had a rear rack. I it was a five. It was like three hundred mile ride. And for some reason, I brought like a book. Like like I was gonna like I was Henry David Thoreau, and I was gonna like just start writing my own version of like yeah, like like I oh, I yeah. didn't like I don't mind taking a field notes thing like that'd be pretty cool you can write down your mileage you know just take some field notes i brought like a moleskin so i could write like lyrics to like my next great american novel i don't know what the hell i was thinking when i did it the first time Mm -hmm. i was i overpacked it was fun but it wasn't fun so here's what i'm thinking of doing 300 miles you could just knock that out in a day well no so i want to do a bike i want to do a bike tour with you guys and i want to do the first the first trip i want to you broke you up again invited. there. You broke up again. I'm sorry. You, Can you repeat that? So you guys are invited. Can you 440 miles. The oh. Nanchez Trace right. Trail in Mississippi. Here's here's what I'm thinking, yeah. guys. We jump on it. It's a national parkway. Very oh, limited. Nice. Very limited yeah. access. And basically, it goes from Natchez, Mississippi to Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Little guy, I know you're down. I'm down. I've driven a little portion of that. It is really nice. It seems like it would be really nice to bike on. So here's my question. Spencer, you go first. You, you, you've kind of got the, the snarky look in your face. When I'm building up my touring bike, mm-hmm. should fun. I go with rack a rack on the front, yes. the back, uh, or do I go with an inline bob trailer? No. Oh, sorry, Spencer, answer. Well... I know you want my honest answer and that will be, you know, to, I don't know. Or frame bag it, saddle bag, like, like a bike packing. Uh, but based on the noises little guy's making, I'm going to say, <laughs> He's go got some Bob guttural noises. Yeah. You're going to, are you going to want to go Bob trailer and frame bags? Yeah. Uh, Little guy, what, what the hell? Why why don't you like the little like Bob inline third wheel trailer? Uh, the Bob trailer thing's okay, but I just think a trailer will be annoying. You pulled a burly around with a kid in it before. I mean, it's uh, it's like you get that jerky. The Bob's a little nicer, but I don't know. Just right. panniers, so, front and rear panniers, always the best solution. Now, what uh, what does this entail, Tim? You need to break this down a little further because I don't six know days, if you are aware, six- but I have not gone bike touring. As far as I'm hearing you say is 440 miles. That's four days with centuries in them. Uh, that's like four bibs and probably 12 cliff bars and uh, three, four, five bottles of water. What else do you need? So, so I was thinking six days, so about 75 miles each day. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to need a tent. Uh, you're probably going to need a sleeping bag. Depends what time of year we're going. I, I'm thinking. Pad? I'm thinking we do this for the the hotel has beds. The hotel has sheets. What's the problem? Well, that's the other question. So one of our listeners, um, 
you know, I have heard that he calls this credit card touring. Like the other way to do it is, you know, you just, you maybe bring like one paneer on the back of your rack and then you don't even bring a tent or a sleeping bag and you just go to the closest hotel and you just, yeah, get a shower every night. But part of me thinks that there's just something endearing about, you know, getting back into that already used sponge of a chamois you, two days later that you've yeah, been driving, that you've been drying out because you hung it on the back of your your rack so you could get some fresh air. <laughs> you, I think yeah, you're like a flag. You always got one behind you. Just Yeah. Tim, I think you're having what I'm going to refer to here as a Kevin Costner moment. And I'm not okay. sure which one of his films you, you're, you're envisioning here, but it's it could be Feel the Dreams. It could be uh, it could be uh, Dances with Wolves. I'm not sure. Waterworld? No, definitely not that one. Um, Bull Durham? We're going to be in the South. This could be as close Trouble to Bull Durham curve? as you're going to get. Is that Kevin Costner? <laughs> so, so, Spencer, what is the likelihood that you come on a 440 mile bike touring adventure with me, little guy, maybe some of our other friends and just ride through Mississippi. Let me just do some quick calculations here. Oh, uh, not looking good. The numbers are not adding up. Um, you don't like fun, do you? Come on. That sounds like all of the things I like the least rolled into one event. (laughs) What? Camping. Touring bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these are so, all things that I do like a lot. So I'm, I'm totally into this. Big mileage days, uh, bad weather. So little guy, what kind of bike should I, what kind of bike should I get? Uh, no bad weather. I, I know, I know a guy that can get us rain jackets. Mm. Oh, good. You know, awesome. Um, I mean, just get an old, uh, steel touring bike, F- get a Fuji. They got them all over Chicago. You just, <laughs> No, cut the lock. Boom! I was it. thinking of getting one of those surly travelers checks with the couplers. Oh, the, a friend of mine brought this up today on the ride. He was like, "Why don't you get a surly travelers check? Like that could All be right. the perfect ride." So here's the thing about the couplers. I think couplers are silly, but I also, and I've said this many times on this show, I I read a lot of Bicycle Quarterly. I really love Bicycle Quarterly. Tim now will say, we always say. Now Tim says, "What's Bicycle Quarterly? What's That's Bicycle your line, Quarterly?" Tim. Okay, I don't. It's basically like it's basically like adventure cycling, but cooler. Your adventure cycling magazine, but cooler. Um, So I'm just gonna go with the bicycle quarterly line and be like, no, no, you don't need couplers. You don't need couplers. But just get some old steel. Find a steel a steel touring bike. You'll find one. They're around. But then you can only fit seven speeds in the back. No, you can stretch it. Where do you put? Where do you cold set it? Where do you run your DIT wires? Oh my gosh! See, this is why Spencer can't come on this. How many? He's already. He's already. Yeah, how many water thing. bottle cages? Are if on I'm this bike? camping, how Three. do I charge the Di2 battery? With a Dino Hub. Oh. Come on, man! Good answer. So you can get you can get a hub that charges all your devices. Spencer, how yeah. how much would I have to pay you to be the sag wagon? Oh. <laughs> Nice. I don't think you can afford it. Really? Well, Spencer, from what I've been hearing, you've been really working on customizing the van lately, getting a lot of mods mm-hmm. and stuff ready. So it sounds like you've got the sag wagon all worked I, out, you know? Oh, you yeah. Just, no, you get the swap. You're, you're getting the bike rack situation dealt with, it sounds like. Yep. Uh, sounds like 
uh, it sounds like you're getting all the other little bits we're going to need. So it sounds like you're ready for a road trip in the van. I am. Um, the problem is, uh, your plan involves bike touring. So Spencer, let's get to this real quick. Not for you. Okay. you just right. before, we get, before we get into the pre lap, I gotta, I gotta know a little bit here. Why are you so against bike touring? Like, have you always been this way? Like, have you never had, <laughs> have you never had an interest in riding your bike from one city to the other and camping along the way? No, I never have. Wow, I've okay. never done it. I've never had any interest in it. The is it only the times, part? like, like, what is it? Well, camping is pretty bad. I, I'm not, but, not a big fan. Okay, but you were a bike messenger, so like for a living, you used to schlep things around a city in a bag, like right, like so. You're used to carrying yeah. crap on a bike, so oh, it's yeah. not that. No. Okay, it's camping. Mostly, yeah, and the the <laughs> amount of beard I'd have to grow to uh, to partake. Oh, I so would, I'll it, grow the. What if you beard stayed in a hotel you. along the I've way? I've got for both. Uh, that would just be a stage race. Yeah, think of it as a stage race. Think okay. of it as a very intense right, stage race little, training. Uh, little, little surprise that you're Base not miles. at all into uh, joining us on this this also, wonderful I don't, adventure. I don't know why you have any questions about what bike you should get when it's clearly uh, titanium. <laughs> anything at this point like something with disc brakes fender mounts rack mounts all that like you know i need a frame pump too i'm assuming probably yeah i don't That's know probably a requirement little guy is that a requirement to have a frame pump on a touring bike uh, i'd be good because you know mini pumps are terrible and co2s are well, for crazy people all right so, well, see, Tim, if you're running your uh, tubeless tires, you're going to want the CO2s, though. I just want to say this, is that I'm planning on doing a bike tour. I started clearing it with the tower. Talked to Sarah a little bit, kind of just dropped it. I said, hey, you know, I'm <laughs> thinking about, uh, you know, I had a stroke. Uh, it's been a while. So, <laughs> you know, like, I just want to get back to the roots of riding a bike. And I really want to go yep. on a bike ride with my friends and get everybody out there and now I'm completely hurt that Spencer doesn't want to okay. partake. Oh, uh, so I see. I see what this is. You need us as leverage. No, I. Maybe it's a midlife crisis. I guess I had a medical <laughs> issue, and now all of a sudden I'm like, yeah. man, oh. I need to see this great country of ours. And there's this parkway that no one knows about in Mississippi, that is run by the National Park Service, that has like a 35 mile an hour speed limit, and. Yeah. It's great. Like, there's only like 30 access points along the whole thing. And yeah, so just an idea. I like this idea. All right. Well, this idea is so good. Let's get right into the pre lap. (laughs) We'll work on it. All right, Spencer, who are we racing for this week in the pre-lap? Tim, I'm pretty sure you are well aware of our new sponsor, PowerDot. Are you not? Oh, I am. And it's actually pretty awesome because probably the slickest packaging of any sponsor we've ever had on this podcast. And it comes with an app. It's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. by far. Uh, All that is great. Um, You know, I I like when somebody puts the effort into all the pomp and circumstance around uh, their product to make it desirable and easy to use and understand. But 
even more than that, I like when it works well. And, uh, you know, we've had these uh, Power Dot systems for three weeks now, and um, I've been using mine. Uh, my better half has been using it actually even more than me um, because she's doing a lot more work on the bike uh, than I am, and uh, and it's been helping her out. She's been having some shoulder uh, issue uh, for the last uh, probably like six weeks or so, and it's really actually been um, nice. being addressed by the Power Dot. She's been... Uh, Slapping yep. that thing on every every night, every other night, and and letting it run its cycle, and it's awesome. It's 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 well, doing what it advertised. Uh, one of the things does. that the I I'm excited about, and um, what I what I want to get across is that when like with the shoulder injury, right, that um mm-hmm. your better half has, that they walk you through the process on the app of how to like place the the pads to then utilize this feature right so like yeah. the whole the whole point is basically like a massage but better so it it is gonna it's focusing on those knots the soreness the strains everything that you've got from everyday life and also yep. being an active athlete that it can start doing the work for you so it's it's a pretty cool right. way to um get that recovery and your performance so i like it no, i think it's pretty it's, awesome I have it's been great i've used it I've, I've borrowed it out and they're like wow this thing's pretty awesome it is pretty fun to uh, to let other people use it uh, for that first time because everybody's like a little skeptical, and then they put it on and they're like, "Oh wow!" And then they start you watch them start messing with the app and like turning up the the power and turning it down and being like, "Oh man, oh that that I can really feel it there," you know, and like turning it back down on a couple notches and uh, no, I mean it it's it's that easy. Like it's it's fun to use and easy to use and and helpful, you know, like. Um, like you said, reducing the soreness and, and all that. But, uh, you know, uh, Alex has been using it the, the past week or so. And uh, I got to say, guys, she wa- she rocked the one cog yesterday at a local uh, cross race. She yeah, won. Smashed it. Money. Smashed it. Top step of the podium. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm not That's I'm not saying cool. I'm not saying it's directly related, <laughs> no. but I'm not saying it's not directly related. Yeah, no, that's a. That's a good point. And the best part about PowerDot is giving our listeners 20% off their order. You go to PowerDot.com and you can use the code SLOWRIDE at checkout to get 20% off. So that's a great way to save a um, fair amount of money on the PowerDot. So go to PowerDot.com and then use the coupon code SLOWRIDE at checkout. And yeah. uh, you can be like Lawson Craddock or yeah. Alex on the shoulder. Yeah. Like it seems like the shoulder is yeah. the magic touch. It is. Yeah. Lawson, they got a video on there with Lawson's whole thing, and it's it's yeah. worth going to the site to check it out just for that and uh, poke around. And yeah, if you're if you're interested, definitely take advantage of that uh, coupon code Slow Ride to uh, get yourself twenty percent. Do you guys know how I remember that Lawson Credit um, broke his scapula? No, because uh, it rhymes no. with Dracula. Well, okay, does that remind you of Lawson Craddock? Is he from Transylvania? No, but he, is he from Pennsylvania? I don't know. Is he? I thought and maybe this was part of your device. We'd also like to thank Grimper Brothers for their continued support of the Slow Ride podcast. You can go to wideanglepodium.com and you can see the um, that there's Grimper we have the Brothers. banner ad on the yeah. right hand side of the guys. Uh, I've got some breaking news uh, around the full Schleck and Grimper Brothers. Yeah, I I haven't actually told you guys this yet, uh, so I'm, I'm excited to hear your your reactions. We are expanding the line with a wide angle podium and Grimper Brothers. We are coming out with a brand new espresso 
blend of beans. <gasps> oh, do we have Whoa. a name for it yet? We do not. Well, we have not announced the name yet. I do have a name for it, uh, but that that big okay. reveal. We need to do this whole marketing hubbub around it, and uh, okay. my uh, my creative director would kill me if I if I released it. Uh, yeah, we got to get the hashtag all set up and everything. And yeah, known we got to buy the so Snapchat. We have new, and, yeah. So get your full Schleck now. Are you still going to be able to get the full Schleck from Grimper Brothers and the new Espresso Nick? Oh yes, oh, yes, yes. Very exciting. Okay, good. Pretty stoked. So you can uh, twenty five bucks get you a sweet bag of coffee from Grimper Brothers, the full Schleck blend. The best part is, is it's roasted earlier in the week and then you get it by the weekend. So it allows you to get the freshest beans all at once. So like order it now when you listen to this and then you, you'll get it soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So go to GrimperBrothers.com. You can look over the full Schleck blend there. You can go to bit.ly slash WAP beans is an easy shortcut. Um, yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to give a quick shout out to all the wide angle podium members and subscribers, because mm -hmm. one of the best parts about being a member and subscriber is that you get access to some pretty sweet bonus content. And I felt like an absolute pro today watching Coxida because Bill from Crosshairs Radio had the promo, like a preview in the bonus content page. Mm -hmm. It's pretty awesome. So and when you, when you sign up to be a member, we send you an email that shows you how to access this super exclusive bonus content page where we have a fair amount of content over all of our shows. Um, yeah. So if, if you are a member and you haven't gotten the uh, into the bonus page, just do a quick search in your email for the um, the bonus content or feel free to mm -hmm. even email us at the, um, the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. We'll help you out. But you got to be a member of the slow ride of the uh, wide angle podium network to access. But right. great shout out to Bill for putting up that great. Uh, emergency uh, emergency bonus content like 48 hours <laughs> yeah. before the Vegas cyclocross no. race of yeah. the season that's awesome and, and just a quick touch on the bonus stuff you know like yeah if you're a, if you're a member in 2018 you're not just getting 2018 bonus content you're getting everything all the way back through the annals yeah. of of wide angle podium so you'll get you're gonna get some maybe some of our not not proudest moments but then some of our very good yeah moments as well it, it pretty much balances out and and then another uh quick shout out is that um the slow ride reviews um we're going to be having another episode coming up uh in the near future and uh so keep an eye out on that you can also subscribe on itunes to the slow ride reviews and the other shows on the wide angle podium network awesome you know what's really nice is everything in the pre-lap this week you could bring on a bike tour spencer you you can easily stow your power dots. You could bring yourself a little bag of coffee and you can bring the wide angle podium with you with that app and listen to some great shows on the ride. I don't see why you don't want to go on this bike tour. That is a good point about the power dot. I think that's actually a pretty good use. <laughs> I for think it. all of it was a really good point, but yeah, the power yeah. dot, like we said, the case is small. <laughs> little guy, Put this Tim's is book, our quest is to get, to get Spencer on this bike tour. This is going to be the oh, greatest I hate this. thing Man. in the slow ride podcast history. I think I just remember. Put, I think I made a pretty good point. Spencer, right now, yeah. we got two things I here. You didn't want to do Schwabigan with us. You didn't want to do Schwabigan at first. You're like, nah, I'm not doing that. That's dumb. Greatest day of your life. And you originally <laughs> didn't want to do the podcast. You're like, who wants to listen to us three blowhards talk about bikes forever? And I look at this. I still don't believe anybody does. Exactly. <laughs> they just I don't mean... have anything better to do. <laughs> Hi, I'm Helen Wyman, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast.
All right, guys. So once again, as always, you can always email us at the slowridepodcast at gmail.com. We have a couple of quick emails to get to this week. Little guy, you got a call out yes. right away in the subject line from uh, Justin uh, <laughs> Bristol, a friend yep. of ours from Savannah, Georgia. I actually had beers with uh, Justin a couple months back. So uh, he's doing pretty oh, awesome. Cool. He's got a child on the way and he hits us up with a question oh, for the bike right. shop little guy cross podcast dear mr little guy and maddie d from a uh, bike shop cx this is really a hard stretch for a bike shop cross joke salutation but be be patient with me here because the end of cyclocross season is coming and i'm going to need something to pass the time when i'm not looking for excuses to skip intervals of course this means a crazy bike build I'm currently riding a boring single speed cross bike with disc brakes. It's the fanciest aluminum frame with a carbon through axle fork and some other modern nonsense that makes it not at all interesting. I'd like some help from Mr. Little Guy. I'm thinking something weird like interrupter level levers to the handlebars or maybe building it up as a two by one. Should I just go dumpstering for an old Fuji instead? Thanks for help for me to pass the winter board in georgia yeah i got some ideas um (laughs) i'm scared (laughs) one one i really like one i really like it i mean he puts a good point out there the two by one that's silly i like it go for it make it a two by one um why not would you need to have a single later on the back to make it a two by one yeah get that chain tension right okay you know so just that chain. so that's silly i like that but the interrupter levers got me thinking he does need to go mm-hmm. buy a whole new bike. This is going to have to be a, a build from the ground up here. Can you tell I'm me what thinking, an interrupter lever is for like the layman uh, that listen to this podcast? It's like the little uh, little levers you'd have on the flats on the on the bars. So you uh, okay. remember when? Yeah. So here's the point: when we first started racing cross in the mid 2000s, they were 2000s, popular up top. They were very popular, right? And after a couple of years, we all realized nobody needs these stupid things. Just put your hands on the hoods or put your hands in the drops. Like you never need to break from the tops. But I think the interrupter lever is a great place to start to build yourself your dream 2005 to 2006 or seven cross bike. It's the perfect time to snag those deals on half aluminum, half carbon Ridley's Mm -hmm. off eBay. Like the carbon Uh, triangle. Yeah, carbon carbon rims, but with an aluminum brake track. You could literally yeah. uh, around an interrupter lever, pick your favorite interrupter lever, and then build that dream bike from around 10 to 15 lever. years ago. Because you're at, we're at the bottom of the market right now, and you're going to build up this silly bike, and people are going to think it's kind of stupid, but in about two years, two, three years, <laughs> everyone's going to be lusting after the fact that you've got the total so, uh fidea uh bart wellens team like addition bike built up and you've got the nine speed can- uh shimano and you've got the cables only everywhere. one ring yeah you've got cables sticking out but you have the you have the shift lever for the front but you don't have a front ring you've but you still got the heavy shift lever mm-hmm. on there it's gonna be great i mean seriously just find yourself some old cross photos from like 2005 and go so for it just so you're gonna need in. to uh you're gonna need to run the um chain um chain guards not chain guards but the chain rings let's sort of like the a triple rings. um yep. Yep. you know you gotta the, do that the guides on on the inside and outside oh. ring and so yep. that chain can't come off you gotta build that channel uh yep. for that chain to you gotta do that 
and you can buy custom ones of those that are expen- way too expensive, so you got to do it that way. I'm thinking nine speed durace is probably the best way to build this. Maybe ten, but I think nine would be better. Nine uh, seems interrupter levers. Definitely, yeah, as much carbon and aluminum glued together as you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to have a aluminum steer on a carbon fork. Always a good the policy, and mm-hmm. and that that, that glued in uh, carbon triangle, and yeah, just just go all in on that bike so, that it, nobody wants right now, but is gonna be the hot bike in like. So two for years. frames, little guy, are you thinking Ridley or are you thinking Alan or Alon. are you thinking uh, Impala? Okay, those are all the perfect uh, solutions, Spencer. I think uh, it just it's follow his heart. We all okay. have our dream of those three, which they are all the perfect 2005 bike in their own way. So, you know, so everyone to each their own. I mean, if the three of us were to build three bikes in this mold, I'd go with Impella. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'd you go guys with the Elan because I'm pretty sure we could find okay. a really cheap one in Minneapolis because yeah. everyone yeah. had them. I, uh, I'm actually going to go outside the box a tiny bit because I feel like early 2000s, uh, everyone thought Italians were still good at cyclocross yeah. <laughs> and I'll go, yeah, no, I'm going to go with the Oh yeah. That'd be good too. That'd be good. too. Uh, basically anyone that, um, at one point, basically the Alon, like all the glued together Alon bikes, like Gertiotti made them, made them, you know, Alon had them. Like there was a whole handful of, of companies that all basically had the same bike and they just put their stickers on it. Go with any of those and you're good to so, go. Super flexy, beautiful. I think oh, yeah. we just crushed Justin's question. I mean, great but job. Like you gave him exactly if he, what he if needs. He gets, if he gets lazy, just put interrupter levers on that two by one setup that he's got going. Ideally, a three by one, I think would be the silliest thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> And and he's gonna people are gonna think he's on a single speed, and then when he co- he flies up like the steepest grade of any cross race past them, they're gonna be like what? And they're gonna have to look again and notice that he's got like a total dropout granny gear, so he can do like a total one by one and then throw it in the big ring. It's gonna be beautiful. Oh, what a great idea! We also got a uh, quick follow up email to our award winning reading. I mean, Spencer, you absolutely crushed it straight out of like poetry slam when you read um, Eddie's. Uh, book the bike ride Mm -hmm. Uh, we got a quick shout out uh oscar yay hit us up and said hey guys thanks so much for the nice surprise eddie was absolutely beaming as he listened to the latest pod amazed that he was on the internet and proud that you were talking about his book so absolutely great and check it out go to the slow ride pod at instagram uh, our instagram account we have pictures of this writing it is it made our it made our year it made the podcast worth it i would put it up there with getting a press pass to Richmond Road Worlds. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I will say that it's probably the, my second favorite moment of doing the podcast. My my favorite moment was actually Sorry. going into the press room and having to sit for <laughs> photos with, with a guy that was clearly from Switzerland that English wasn't his first language, and he was just kind of like, like, oh, Slow Ride Podcast. We're getting the credentials printed up, and we were posing for our picture, and he was very like, who are you jerk offs? Like, why are you even here? Like, I don't even <laughs> want to talk to you guys. Yeah. But yeah, Eddie's, Eddie's book is, is right up there. I mean, this is just fantastic. So thanks for the uh, feedback, uh, Oscar. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate your support of the wide angle podium network. Yeah. So guys, I know, I know you're sitting there going, 
Tim, how are we going to top this show? I mean, we are already 43 minutes in and the only bike race of importance was Coxida. What, how, what's the nightcap? And I got to tell you, I've been thinking a lot about this segment and you know, a lot of people out there, they say that, um, money isn't everything, but to me, million dollar Tim money is the (laughs) only thing and everyone has a price. Oh, wow. (laughs) So you listen here, guys, here's how this is going to roll. I've got a list of some conundrums, some cycling conundrums. Okay. And you're going to have to tell me how much I would have to pay you to actually do these things. Uh, so as an okay. example, just to start out, I'm going to throw you an easy one. How much am I going to have to pay you to use aero bars on a group ride? Like your local group ride, you have to show up with aero bars and to uh, use them. Clarifying question. And I'm only paying one of you. Clarifying question. Go ahead, Are these Spencer. just clip-on aero bars or is this a TT bike? That's a good question. I will say that these are clip-on aero bars just to make it even. Now, somebody lost my clip-on bar, so yes. um, <laughs> so I'm going to need to borrow some. Yeah, you're going to have to borrow is that supply. Okay, Million Dollar Tim. So Million Dollar Tim can supply these for you, but how much? Thank you. I'm assuming neither of you guys want to do this for free. No. So how much would I have to pay you to uh, to use some aero bars on a group ride? Clip on aero bars. Like you're showing up to the group Lord. ride with these on. What is this like the the straight roadie like serious group ride? Oh yes, this is the Tuesday night world championships. Oh, Ooh, that'd be good. Now, so here's the pro- here's how I'm gonna really screw you, Tim. I'll do it for fifty bucks because I'm gonna get dropped pretty quick on that ride, and there's nothing I can do about that. Um, <laughs> so you would show up to the, the start shame, and you you would ride until you got dropped in your aero bars. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll do. That. For fifty bucks, funny. All right, Spencer. Make, funny. Spencer, what's your price? Oh, I'm definitely not that cheap. Um, you'd have to give me at least enough to get a titanium frame out of the deal when I was done. Oh wow! Oh, so wow. it's like here's the thing. Really, think about it. the hate that you're going to be getting. Like you would have to withstand yeah. a lot of yelling. Yeah. Think of how much Chris Smith is going to be mad at me. It'll be funny because he'll know that I'm joking, but he'll be really mad at me the whole time. So fifty you know? bucks. So, uh, yeah, my my. Th- my theory is that with that situation, I would never want to show my face around the scene ever again. So that's, I would need a nice titanium bike to go r- on long solo rides on. Or bike touring. So yeah, there you go. So 50 bucks. Uh, Spencer, unfortunately, you've been priced out of the market and I have found uh, a better deal with little guys. So I'm going to go to little guy here for uh, for that one. Okay. Um, next question. We're going we're gonna to raise up the difficulty a little bit. Okay. Um, how much would I have to pay you to wear a bike helmet for 72 hours straight? Like every single, like if you're taking a shower, you've got a helmet on till you go inside the oh, grocery store, sleep in it? you go to work, you go to the movie theater, you go to the restaurant, you're wearing a bike helmet uh-huh. and sleep in it the too. helmet of choice is that it is the Scott arrow helmet that makes your head look like a mushroom. That's oh, really, really big. Uh... Brutal. Oh man, that's tough. I don't know. I mean, it might be kind of funny. Seventy-two uh, hours. Just, oh, that's a long time. Wow. 
Yeah. I don't know. I think for the first day, it would be kind of funny to just walk around in that helmet and, and, and deal with people's weird looks and just sort of smirk back at them and try to act normal. But after a while, you probably run into the same person a couple of times and they'd, they'd actually think you're insane then. You know, it wouldn't just be funny anymore. Uh, $1,500. $1,500. That's kind of expensive. Oh. Spencer, Spencer, how much do I have to pay you to, uh, to just... You know, you'd have to go to work. You work at a predominantly a mountain bike shop, right? So you'd be yeah. wearing the aero helmet in there, just kind of so, sitting. Sit so it's my goal here to determine if I would be willing to do this for less money than little guy. Is that sure? Or yeah. you know, how much would you charge? Like, I, I'll make an I mean, offer too if you want me to. Like, I, I would, I would offer you a hundred dollars to do this for seventy-two hours because. Because I don't want to do it, so I'm like, I'll just bid higher than little guy every time. Okay, and I would won't you do it for a hundred bucks? Absolutely not. Really? Would you do it for five hundred? Doubtful. Really? I'm, I would I think five hundred would be right. Like, I would take five hundred dollars to wear a helmet for seventy-two yeah. hours. Are you nuts? Yeah. All right. The thing is, I, I have to wear. I mean, I wear a helmet for most of my work day th- anyway. Fifteen hundred. It's, it's seems a much more comfortable helmet, but. Um, also, I've seems... been riding some cruiser bars at work, so the aero helmet's going to look awesome. I'm just saying, fifteen hundred is a lot of money, like way too much for this. I would probably do it, maybe even at two hundred bucks. I think I would do this for seventy two. Like that's just oh my god, really? But the three, three days? days? How like, are you going to sleep in this thing? It's got a pillow built into it. It's probably like MIPS, isn't that what <laughs> MIPS is? Isn't it like a helmet, like a helmet pillow? <laughs> that's what basically. MIPS is. All right. So, so ba- all right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Here's the problem, though. My 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 child, Tom Boone, Tom Boone is going to be scarred for life. <laughs> he would. Um, how much would I have to pay you with million dollar Tim money to be your helmet sticker sponsor? Ooh. Permanent, like what in perpetuity. For like a year, what say? you would have to wear the helmet for a year. For a would year? have to have my name on like the sticker across the front. I was just going to say Tim Hayes. Or, you know, whatever I decide my company is at that moment. Well, I think that that's a big, that's a big, yeah. that's a big part of it. Okay, I mean, Tim if Hayes. You're, if Tim you're, Hayes. Okay, it's just Tim Super Rookie Industries. Inc. Yeah, yeah. Super Rookie <laughs> Industries. Uh, I'll sell that for $800. Really? Oh, man. That's, that's see, I think you're too cheap. That's um, cheap. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with 2000, uh, but here's yeah. my, here's my pitch to you, Tim, and why you want to pay me 2000 as opposed it, to Spencer. If it has to do you're that getting, you ride your bike more, then yes, pretty good. you're getting more advertising. So <laughs> you, you think it's all, it's more than double, but like you're getting a better value because I'm walking in and out of buildings with this on you. More people are seeing it. Spencer's just riding to work. Like the five, same five people see it every day. Well, I'm, I'm riding a Swift in the basement. My cat, my cat's <laughs> gonna see it a lot. So if you sell any products to cats, yeah, you could be you could be, uh, you could be two million dollar right. Tim real Wait, quick. So you, well, I'm gonna, so is this your way of telling me you wear a helmet on when you're riding Swift just to feel, just to get the whole feel of being outdoors? It's what I tell the sponsors. So I have another, I have another um, softball question, and then we're gonna get to a couple hard ones. The next one, okay. Showing up to a group ride in a sleeveless jersey. Oof. Ouch, this one's just tough. once. Like this you just slow up, show up in the sleeveless jersey. Spencer, you go first. I would do this for a hundred dollars. Really? If on the stipulation, if I had been riding kind of a lot, or maybe been on a cycling vacation, and my tan lines were just 
Ooh, they were like, just like crisp. crisp. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so yours is so contingent. It would be kind of a power move. So yours is a hundred buck contingent power move to go sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little guy, how much is would... This an... Here's my question: Is it a just a is it a pre-made uh, sleeveless jersey yes. or is it okay? Because if it's like a jersey that I cut the sleeves nope. off, I think it's no. it's way cooler. <laughs> no, oh. um, I'm gonna have to say like twenty thousand dollars. I hate I hate <laughs> I hate seeing men's shoulders. It's disgusting. I don't want to do it. All right, so uh, uh, Spencer, I I may actually pull off the hundred dollars, but like I think that we could crowdsource a hundred dollars for you to show up on a group ride. <laughs> Um, but I don't okay. know if your tan line, I think the tan line caveat may actually make this never happen. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're going to, we're going to ramp up the speed a little bit here. Um, next question. How much uh, little guy and Spencer would I have to pay you guys to ride Ram the race across America oh solo? Oh, wow. Uh, it's like 3,500 mile. Yeah. <laughs> bike race. Kinda cool. I would, I would do it. Um, I don't know. It's gonna take a lot of time. Um, I don't think you, I don't think you could pay me enough. It's thirty five hundred miles. So, like, let's just say you're doing a hundred miles a day. That's like a month. Wow. And you're probably doing um, more than a hundred miles a day because, like, you know, you'd have a little bit of. I'd give you cursory support, like in a van again. Oh, so it might break down every now this. and then. Oh, you're I, gonna be my follow car. Yeah, though. I'll be your follow car, and you're gonna pay me. Cool. Yeah. But but you um, you know what that entails? Like think about the mechanical support you're getting from me being <laughs> in your yeah. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing my own mechanics. I've just ridden just ridden a thousand miles yeah. in like a week, and I'm and I'm like totally cross-eyed, and I'm having to adjust my own derailleur. Yeah, um, I think, I'll do I think, it for five thousand dollars. Five k. All right, Spencer. Yeah, I think if your moniker uh, "Million Dollar Tim" is at all reflective of your <laughs> bank account, you would, are yeah. not going to have enough money to uh, to meet my my quota here okay all right no, you guys are I, you know, i'll do it for less tim i'll do it for less i want i i would do it oh. you're gonna drive the following car and you're gonna pay me even a small amount i'll do it <laughs> good wow. lord i'll pay you ten dollars i'll pay your entry fee well, and i will follow you that. across the country that would be fun i at least i at least spencer you'd probably jump in the car for that wouldn't you <laughs> just so we could like live blog and podcast little guys like descent into only, just hell like right only like if the, we could uh only if we could install the uh dukes of hazard horn in the car that we're following him with oh, so I, about 3 a.m when he's starting to get a little wobbly we just hit him with that and uh he'll be uh, right back oh, to gosh. uh full I think with our community kind of, of bike of podcast listeners we could create quite the um support crew along the way it would be like hands oh, across yeah, just, america just yeah, just helping totally. little guy across totally mm-hmm. i okay. like it i think that'd be great all right we have a uh, um just a couple more here um how much would i have to pay you uh little guy and spencer to not ride your bike for a year so spencer i already know that this is pretty cheap for you so <laughs> <laughs> bird sorry, um sorry. oh i this is a huge number i would lose my freaking mind so a million dollars this is priceless to me i i don't know if i yeah. could go a year without it Spencer? No, I'd lose it. Yeah, no, I, I actually couldn't get around anywhere in Boston uh, without a bike because what about the transit isn't great and the cars, there's nowhere to park them. So, yeah, no, I need that, I need the bikes. That's a conundrum. Okay, we definitely can't do that. Okay, uh, two two more left. Uh, this one, this one's. I, I was going. I was trying to save the hardest for last. This one is pretty. This one's hard to say, but. 
how much would I have to pay you to do a Madison with your partner being Bling Matthews? Oh, nice. I thought you were going to say Spencer. I've done that. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm going to really let him down. Uh, you don't have to pay me anything. I'm going to really let him down. It's going to be funny. <laughs> okay. So you're so for you, you would do it for free with just the hope that well, the knowledge, because no matter what, you know that it's going to be your fault. <laughs> And it is going to oh, be I mean, one come on, heck you of a know, tongue lashing that you're going to get. I mean, um, from I'm going to get chewed to out you, by, oh, he's going to be. Like, yeah, you just do that be, for free. Oh, it'd be, it'd be pretty well, funny. And that's, I'm yeah, gonna, he's going to be so mad. That's a tough one, Tim. You you did save the, the tough one for last. Um, I'm going to have to undercut little guy, though. <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say million dollar Tim, I'll give you 50 bucks. If you can <laughs> set that up and make it happen. Okay, oh, wow. so we got to talk to Mitch Docker, see if he can make some calls, and then um, okay. see if Bling uh, Matthews I'll, needs a Madison partner. I I think you know like we I'll don't want to do it on the. We don't. Oh, you're gonna spend the money? I don't think we want to do this Madison on a uh, like on the Blaine Velodrome where it's really steep. We got to do this at like Kenosha where it's like you know, twenty percent oh. gradient. Like just, can you imagine how mad he will be if you throw him in like yeah. with just jelly arms? He's <laughs> really. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I will I will throw in some money so Spencer can do it with Blink because I've done Madisons with Spencer, and a lot of I I know the feeling of being out in the Madison. You start the <laughs> Madison with Spencer. You do maybe a couple handoffs, and then you're coming around. And you're like, where is he? And uh, if anyone's done the Madison, you know that you get that burst of speed, and you're in there, but it's so fast and intense that you're you're just trying to go as hard as you can until you see your partner and you coming around and you're starting to lose the wheels. You're like, where is my partner? And then you peek into the infield and you notice your partner in the infield and you're like, what is he doing in there? And he gives you this look of, eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so and you think you're like, Oh, I'm out here by myself. So, <laughs> so Spencer could do that to bling Matthews basically. Oh yeah. Like Spencer, I see you doing, three handoffs and 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 probably hanging in there i see you i I think you got three good hang handoffs with him and he's like oh maybe this guy's legit you know maybe he's good and then boom you blow and you just roll into the infield and you're rolling around and then he's out there all by himself that's how Uh, i envision this i would pay money to see this i'm pretty sure we would set up a situation where he knew he was going to do five or six laps to every one that i did so yeah Um, I'd just hard love to see what would happen if you missed an exchange, right? Like, <laughs> and I would say this: like, if there was a way, Spencer, for he for him to miss you on the exchange, so you could blow up at him, like turn the tables on Bling Matthews. Like, where were you, Bling? I can't believe that you call yourself Bling and you can't even do an exchange. <laughs> like, that could be. This could. Oh man, this could be some solid television. All right, the final and by far the worst question that you guys have ever been asked because everyone has a price. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick you to this, guys. How much would Million Dollar Tim have to pay you to be the head official of a UCI Women's Cross World Cup race and you have to tell the field after one eight-minute lap that they only have three more to go, thus making it a four-women, a four-lap, 32-minute, or sorry, yeah, 32-minute race, yeah. well below the stated minimum in the UCI rulebook. Of a cyclocross race, how much would you have to be paid to be that person to tell him? Why that? would I do? Why would I do that? 
I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you got to put yourself in the the officials' shoes here. Like yeah. like they they are not doing this at like they have to be paid to make this decision. Like this is definitely quote unquote the man making this decision. This doesn't just accidentally happen. <laughs> there is Yeah, it's not it's not complicated math. It's weird that it it happens so often. It's really not that hard. Uh it's pretty basic arithmetic. I think uh, Tim, I think you're maybe overblowing this a little bit in uh, in regards to how bad this would be. Um, you may not have to pay us that much because I'm thinking since they are so used to uh, undershooting that 40-minute time, that they've got a pretty good system, like layers of buffer in between uh, the racers and the managers and the swaneers and stuff and the actual official making that decision. So I think they're probably pretty insulated. Okay, so does that adjust your price differently? No, it's still uh, $10,000. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, I'd do it for maybe a brat. <laughs> <at> the, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that they're like, they look over at some guy and they give him a nod that they want a brat from a certain concession stand and some frites and some, and some beer. Uh, well, guys, I don't know about you, but this was, this, this new segment was a rounding success. So if you have conundrums that you would like the, uh, the gang to uh, solve in the million dollar Tim segment, million dollar Tim corner. Uh huh. Cause everyone has a price. Then please email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> you can also tweet us at the slow ride pod. You can Instagram us at the slow ride pod. And we would love to um, contemplate these on a future episode. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you get your uh, podcasts. And we'd also like to thank BK1 of Rhymesayers Entertainment for the intro and outro music. And finally, once again, Power Dots. Go to PowerDot.com and use the coupon code SLOWRIDE to save 20% on your next order. And mm-hmm. Grimper Brothers still can get that full schleck, but check our, uh, check our marketing minute calendar for the brand new espresso. Um, what is it? Like espresso recipe? What do we call them? Beans? Like what? Like what yeah, we, there's just beans. Yeah, yeah. the espresso, espresso beans. beans. It's another roast. This. So Grimper yeah. Brothers, go to GrimperBrothers.com to find out more how to get the full schleck. And with that, this is Million Dollar Tim in Orlando, Florida. This is Matt, the Nature Boy in Minneapolis. And this is a Bushwhacking Spencer over in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road, even if they offer you a million dollars to do something real dumb, like not wave. You know who wouldn't take a million dollars to not wave? George and Gabby. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Thank you.